Welcome to the Ripple Fishing Report. I'm your host, Brad Long. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Ripple Fishing Report, and I'm glad you decided to spend a few minutes with us today. And uh, on today's show, we're going to be talking to Captain Lionel James over in Destin, Florida. How you doing, Captain Lionel? What's happening? What's happening, my man? Man, so uh, I'm still trying to recover from the 4th of July weekend, I think. (laughs) (laughs) oh y'all party animals out there man (laughs) man i you know not even really partying just having stuff to do all weekend you know right and i mean mean. being out in the heat is the main thing right you know that's what i mean i'm not i'm not literally talking about partying like (laughs) well no i did a little i did a little bit of that too now i'm not i'm not above it all right so it's been wet man i think it's been wet everywhere in the south all summer particularly where you guys are though and um how, I mean, what have you been catching? I know I've, we've shared some, some really cool shots that you've gotten on video of, uh, of some tarpon. So I know that's happening, but give us a rundown. It's been, it's been a little bit well, since we've talked. Since the last time we talked, I think the majority of my trips have been tarpon trips. Um, and that's really what I have been focusing on and wanting to be, wanting to be focusing on. It's, it's been my goal to just, uh not just but or exclusively run tarpon trips in the summer while they're here it's just because it's such a prized fish and such a fun fish to catch yeah you know um so that's been my focus but with that sometimes the water doesn't cooperate or in the morning like it's kind of one of my theories that i'm working on i don't even know if you want to call it a theory but a lot of people get started early to get these fish but I typically don't catch my first one until like after 8.30. And the reason being is that, you know, we spend a, a considerable amount of time catching bait if we have to, but the bait guy's there. If he's there, you know, we don't spend hardly any time waiting for bait. Right. Um, and what happens is, is like, I'll find a school of fish, but I only find them and see them because they're actually coming out of the water. Yeah. But the sun is not at a position where you can see these fish and really position so it's really really hard man Um, i've had the same thought dude when when i was okay so when i was tarpon fishing a few weeks ago or not a few weeks ago was it a week ago whatever yeah yeah. it was it was overcast but it was pretty early in the morning it was like 6 30 something like that so the sun was you know seven maybe the sun was up but not really you know what i mean like it was still overcast and it wasn't bright enough and i had the thought exactly what you're saying there, now I've done it both ways. There's times that I've gotten yeah. up and it's been like dark, you know, like before daylight. And as the sun's coming up, you, the only way you locate those fish is they're rolling, but they're happy and they're feeding and they're rolling. And then, but if you're trying to see them like cruising, you got to wait for more sun, man, like mid morning and on, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, I mean, the one day that we started really, really early, and we start early regardless, but that I found them really early. We did, we were able to get a couple hooked up, but I think it was just pure location. Yeah. Um, a little bit closer to the past. So they were a little bit closer to the shoreline. Were they so, feed? Were they feeding? Were they like feeding or were they you know, moving? I mean, they were rolling quite a bit. And I, I really got some dope footage that I needed together of them just rolling. Yeah. And I assume like some of them, you could see like they would come out of the water and do a U-turn and slap the tail. So I assume those fish are feeding on something. Yeah. Um, But for the most part that I see them, we see them rolling. And then once they get closer to that, that jetty or that pass, they're kind of deep, but not. I guess deep is kind of relative here because that water some at, at some areas I see them is only like seven feet. Yeah, you know it's 
shallow, but it gives us, depending on where the current's moving and that tide's pulling, one side of the jetty is clearer than the other one. And, you know, this one happened to be clear and you could see them. But early in the morning, if you if I don't catch them there or find them there and they're on that kind of like teeter totter of clear water and that dark emerald water. Yeah. They're really hard to see. So it's a guessing game right there, like positioning the bow and casting and all that stuff. But once eight thirty nine o'clock rolls around and that sun's up, you could really see them, too. And um, obviously they seem to be happier the further away from the past and the further away from both. And they're still rolling at a certain time now I, I have noticed like after 12 o'clock when that wind shifts out of the from you know the north to the south they hardly ever come up and this is just through observation i'm, I'm not like a scientist or right i don't have done this my whole life but it's just what i've seen for the last couple of weeks is that that south wind for whatever reason has pushed those fish back down deep and you have to like really really position the boat in a in, in a in a way that bait gets to kind of swim a little bit further down into yeah. their front of their faces. So and on top of that, I have jumped in with them uh, yeah, uh, yeah. and they were pretty deep. So, I mean, I have, I have a few reasons why I, I think that is a factor in yeah. the afternoon. You know what? It's interesting you say that because it, it makes me wonder if the, if it has something to do with the North wind lays the surf down and, and, uh, and maybe offset some currents or something or may, maybe it's an easier, you know what I'm saying? It's easier for them to, oh, to sure. swim up top versus going down in it with a north sure. wind versus south. I bet it's something weird like that, you know? I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. You know what I'm saying? They're so, they're so freaking it. evolved. I mean, yeah. it, it could be any kind of little thing that, that we don't even notice. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, sure. they, I mean, <clears throat> there's a, have you seen the, and this is crazy to me. You, you've you probably seen this cause it's floating around the internet, um, for years now, but there's a, on the, on the Sistine chapel, there's a, a picture of a tarpon. Have you seen that? I have seen that. I have seen that. And, I wonder, I wonder where did that come from? Well, like, I guess I, I, so the, the like part the I saw story. about it. Yeah. The part I saw about it, it, it's depicting the story of, uh, I guess Jonah and the whale and, um, it, uh, in, instead of a whale, he chose to put a tarp in there and, and I, and they really don't know other than maybe the fishermen and stuff, uh, that they would encounter traveling had caught some of those or something, seen right. them somewhere or something. But isn't that crazy? I mean, that goes to That's show it. you, man, like they've been around for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there could be any time. little environmental detail that, that we don't even pick up on, or maybe right. we can't cause it's underwater or whatever, but either way, and and they're reacting to something, and you know, we just have to guess. But it's and it, then, really, I'm sorry. But I'm no, sorry. I was I was gonna just say. I mean, it's you know, it seems like with now you get down in the keys where there's resident tarpon, you know, year round. But you you'll catch those, you know, you'll see those fish a lot of times at at sunrise, daybreak kind of deal. Right. And you don't see right. them, but they're active and they're feeding, and you hear them and they're rolling and all this. I'm just curious if that's what you see. Um, around that area sometimes when you do find them early like that you know in the morning in the morning they're they're pretty active and um between destin and the okaloosa pier they start to get really active once they get about i don't know probably a half mile from the pier and that's because of the abundance of bait right uh, that's there and two like i still think we're still really early into the season i, I don't even think it's at the halfway point yet you know i was and thinking that too lionel well, and here's my reason is because we 
haven't had the die off of a bait fish yet yeah because the water been hot enough you know yeah and and so, you know it makes you wonder so how will that work this year because it has been a mild summer i mean it, it's oh, i mean it's been very 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 mild you know so um i don't know man like we're gonna find out for sure but, yeah i mean you know the tarpon probably won't do anything any different I mean, the bait will either be there dying off or it won't, you know, because they feed on that, right. right? I mean, that's part of why they're, yeah. they come to that area to feed, either on the live bait or the, the half dead bait or whatever, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. So it's been pretty, it's been pretty cool, man. And, you know, I wish we had, we do have a, t- a tagging program for these fish. Uh, I know you can like sponsor with Tarpon Bonefish or Bonefish Tarpon Trust yeah. to get like an acoustic tag. But the video that I put out, and I'm going to put a different video out, kind of more close up of that video. I'm almost guaranteed that fish was caught before. And it had to be caught or caught probably somewhere east of where uh, Destin. Yeah. Because it's a known fact that um, it's like a guide's tradition to pull off a scale or two. Yeah. One side of it, you could see where it was clearly pulled off. It was two scales missing, you know? Uh, yeah. I was like, man, that, that's pretty cool, you know, like clearly – whoever caught this fish before took really good care of it. So it's a, it's a, it's a subject I'm going to bring up online here soon to show people like, yo, these fish, we're, we're all catching the same fish. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like if you take care of them, we're going to have them around for me to catch for the kids, 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 kids. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a, you could see it in that video that you shared too, man. You could see like, if you look for it, but it's an interesting conversation that I would like to start. Yeah, and, and a good one to have because, you know, the thing about tarpon also is they live for a really long time. Right. I mean, like almost like uh, maybe not as long as a human, but it's surprising how long they live. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like 30, 40 years or something. Is that, am I, I would like to it, get out with any, like, if there's any tarpon, Bonefish Tarpon Trust members or staff uh, and do a video on these fish and, like, the care of these fish. And I, I think there's a couple of there out there, but, like, um, and like, how long should you like revive these fish and what pace that you should revive them at? Because the fish that we fought, they fought it for 45 minutes, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's it was exhausted, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, you know, like, uh, well, I, good- I just, I just looked it up. The oldest tarpon in captivity lived to be 63 years old. I bet that was a big ass fish too. And he yeah. probably only size of the, the tank you know what i'm saying yeah so i mean who knows so, in in the wild you know there's probably some yeah. 40 50 no problem right 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 so i wonder like how long that fish was in comparison to like how old is because the two fish that we landed on that video were probably about probably about four and a half feet long you know yeah so it's a it's a good question, man. I love those fish. Um, redfish will still always be my number one, but while they're here, I will keep redfish with tarpon just for the summer. Um, I'm, I'm man, look, I, I'm I prefer tarpon. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm just gonna be honest. And the thing is, yeah. it's because of the novelty. If I could fish for them like I fish for redfish, I I, I wouldn't care after a couple of years. Yeah, but for but sure. it's just because they're you know you I you either have to travel somewhere beautiful and exotic, or you have to wait for a couple months out of the year, you know, and look, fishing for them up here is, or anywhere on the ocean side or Gulf side is remarkably different than fishing for them in some of these other places where they normally hang out. Right. And so it's just, it's totally different. I mean, it's a lot harder to uh, find a tarpon in the feeding zone, you know, when they're migrating 
compared to if you're in the Everglades, you know what I mean? They live there, they eat, so, you know, you find some feeding. And by the way, I looked this up, a 100-pound tarpon is about 13 to 16 years old. Okay, so that's a really adult fish. Yeah, but isn't that crazy? Because that's mainly 100-pound tarpon that are migrating. I mean, they're adult, matured fish, so. Right, right. Right. Let's call it 15, 14, you know, I mean, they're teenagers, you know, and, and that's crazy. They've done that every year. That's wild, yeah. That's wild. So that you, is wild, man. But besides that, man, you know, like I said, it's still snapper season, so there's still plenty of snappers around. And because of the weather, not so many people have been able to get out and go catch a whole bunch of them, you know. Yeah. So uh, we're still catching really, really big ones close to shore. Uh, and usually about this, this is probably about, yeah, this would be the halfway point through the snapper season. And at this point, typically you, you start to just get on the like 16 to 20 inch red snapper, you know, the ones that are just barely legal to like a little bit over legal size because you, you fish to hold out, you know? Yeah. Yep. So it's still a lot of fish out there, man. If the weather permits it and, and, uh, and if we can get out there, we go. You know what I mean? Yeah, that the one two the one two punch of a of a snapper and a tarpon day. You know what I mean? That's a solid day, it's man. It's becoming you, my thing, yo. It's becoming my thing, man. Yeah, I'm like, it's just so nice to be able to do that. Right. It's 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 becoming a thing, man. So, you know, when the tarpon leave, we'll, we'll cruise the beach for redfish. But uh, the other thing we did was um, shark fish too, man. We got on some really really big sharks with you know typical summertime black tips. Um, uh, spinner sharks and all that stuff too, man. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's pretty neat, man. Yeah. That man, sharks are fun and they pull, I mean, they, they yeah. fight hard. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think I'm going to do a video calling out the rock because he's always curling weights, but I'm going to do like a shark curl and a bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So and see how we, see how he like reacts to that, man. Yeah, man. So, like, the weights don't bite back. Like it's, it's not, <laughs> All right. So, that's true. That's true. And yeah. and I, and look, if you want to find out how strong a shark is, pick one up. Oh yeah. yeah. Dude, they they are 100% muscle and and it does yeah. not matter that you've got them to the boat. When you I grab them by the tail and kind of by the I don't know, their neck, when you know what I'm saying, like by the back of their yeah. head kind of so that so they can't whip around. But man, you I'm a grown man and I have and this the last one I caught was like maybe 2 3 foot as a baby. I was holding its tail on its head. Dude, I couldn't hold it. Yeah, I mean, no, no, no. I, and we had fought it to the boat. It had been a few minutes. Like it should have been yeah. tired. I couldn't even keep it still. Like it was just doing what it wanted. They're, they're, they're absolutely no joke. And they're all over the past. So, you know, get out there, get yeah. out there. Um, and sharks, you know what? Um, sharks kind of a novelty thing too, man. You know, I get a lot of requests just to do that. And I, I kind of, I don't want to say kind of, I really enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like, it's crazy. You know, shark, sharks have a long week during the Discovery Channel Shark Week. Day, hey, it's so. coming up soon, too. It is. It is. Sharks are wild, man, it, especially for people that have never seen them in person and touched them and stuff. Right. Um, it's, man, they're they're cool. I mean, no bones, man. Come on. They're made yeah. out of cartilage. I yeah. mean, they're just, they're another one that's just super evolved to do exactly what they're put here to do, you know? <laughs> yeah, eat. That's it. <laughs> And, so. and they're good at it. So I have a question for you, Lionel. Back to the tarpon thing that we kind of started off with because we haven't really talked about it this year. Give me your preferred tackle setup for tarpon. And I'm kind of asking for myself because I always like some people prefer a bigger reel. Some people want one a little smaller. 
Where's your you know, head at with that? The reel that we're using was an 8,000 size. Now, it is on the very beginning of the spool, I have probably about 100 yards of um, mono. Okay. And then top of that would probably be about 200 yards of braid. And the braid is only 30-pound test. Um, it is by – this is no pun or shout-out. Like, I, I use it, you know. Yeah. But it's Cedar's uh, Stealth Gray Super Slick. Um and I apologize. Um, I'm having a brain fart right now. But I use 30-pound test right now because it's easy to cast, especially into the wind. Right. Um, and then it's kind of like very clear into the water. And then from there, I have probably about a six-foot liter of 30-pound fluoro. Now, you think like, well shouldn't you have a little bit of heavier setup for these fish? Not necessarily, especially if you have that six to eight foot length, you have a little bit of stretch. Now I do use cigars inshore more this, this time of year yeah. for these fish because it provides that little bit of stretch. If you don't have enough and as, I'm sorry, I'll, if you don't have enough stretch, it puts too much tension on that line and it ends up pulling the hook when they jump. Now I have to remember as a guide, I, I know like what's coming right. as far as getting ready to jump. There's, there's telltale signs that he's getting ready to come up. So I know in advance when to like point the rod. However, my clients um, and people get excited and this is where I've had to like really calm down and, and learn to like prepare them for it. Right. Um, but what gives you that break is that I have a super fast rod tip, which it gives you a lot of bend so there's not a lot of backbone. However, when those fish jump, it gives us a little bit of cushion so that we don't necessarily have to point the rod anymore. Right. Um, so, yeah, man. And then I'm using a four-aught circle hook. Um, I've tried using a little bit smaller, but, like, and I did this little experiment the last month. The first two weeks of the month, I did a smaller hook. Just didn't work out too well. Um, yeah. And then I went four-aught, and it was, it was fine. So... Um, I think as you get to different areas of Florida where people tarpon fish, they all use something a little bit different. Um, our water clarity is extremely clear, so I, I use a little bit less tackle, I guess you could say. Yeah, so how, how long is your rod? The uh, I think this one is 7.9 or 7.6. <clears throat> okay. A lot of, you know, some of mine are 8 foot, and I'll be honest with you, as a person who's traveling with them, that's just too much. Yeah. I mean, they don't fit in the car. Yeah. They're hanging out of a truck. I got to bend them all up just to get them. I mean, I think I'm going to start, I'm going to replace mine with some seven and a halves. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, I think, like I said, different situation for me, like they're on a rod holder in the back of the truck and then they're on rod holders on the boat. So, right. Um, you know, it's just, this is what I've done. And then just like over time, figured out what's best for my clients catching them. Right. Me, you know yeah so so you put so you have braid and then you so going towards the end of the rod you have braid is your like main line and then how much mono do you have at the beginning of the rod i don't have the beginning of the rod is just zero mono right so just braid oh, to the so spool from for me it's braid to fluoro um and then i might depending on the water clarity add like uh a 16 inch tippet you know and and do a, a mono tippet? Yeah. Well, fluorocarbon tippet or something like that. Something so you like do that. a mono. So, because I've read, and I'm asking because I read a thing recently and I was going to try it and I just didn't. But 
I read a thing of, of uh, someone, an article about uh, tarp and stuff. They would put like, I don't know, th- a three-foot leader. They would go braid a three-foot leader of mono, say 60-pound mono, and then mono to fluorocarbon, you know, 60-pound. Maybe it was 40-pound, whatever. there's a couple of guys. I know for a fact there's a couple of guys that do that here in, in Panama City. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the reason for that is is because of that extra stretch. Exactly, and that's and that's what they said. The only reason you're doing this is because it, and where it is in the from the braid to the mono, that little three foot section in between, it doesn't really matter. I mean, you have a right. the only thing I didn't like about it is you have you got two extra you have an extra knot in there, two extra knots. Yeah, I don't care you know, for that. The thing about the thing about the reason why I went so such a long leader is because if you have straight braid. It's so much. There's no. There's absolutely zero give. Yeah. Zero give. You know. So if you're if you make the mistake of not checking your drag, it's too tight. Like you're you're. There's no. For, there's no forgiveness in that. Yeah. So you might fish all day to get that one bite, and if you don't have that extra little bit of stretch, or you kind of just doze off on something, you know, it's a it's a wrap. So that's yeah. where I've become very like meticulous about how things are set up, where the drag is at. Uh, with the tarpon because you don't know, like, you don't know if you're going to get the bite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And if you do, you don't want it to, you know, there, there's something about jumping tarpon, but then there's also something about getting one to land the one. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they, they both yeah. have their place and, and the, ultimately the goal is to land one. So that yeah. that's what we're all going for, you know, but I, sure. I like the idea of the mono. I haven't applied it yet, but I honestly, I've only had one day so, to get out. So I've done it before, and with the the fluoro, what I need to do is figure out this winter a different knot, um, because the uni knot is still too big for the guide. So we have a little. We actually broke a fish off because it got stuck in the guide, and then I ended up breaking the rod guy too. You know. Oh no. Um, yeah, I mean that's part of the game. You know what I'm saying? But it's just you're gonna definitely want a, a secure knot that goes through your guides really quickly because. The fish pull it through the guys with so much force when they're yeah. close to the boat and they jump like that. Like any kind of like catch of it, it's gonna it's gonna damage something or pull the hook or some something like something bad. Yeah, you know? and, and you know that's a good point because um, that you 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 whip up some some sixty pound uh, fluorocarbon into a, a uni knot and it's sizable. Yeah, it is. I it mean, is. It, and it's honestly, I don't know how, I mean, the other knots, if you think about like an FG knot or some of these others, I don't know what they look like when they're done, but I, I mean, you wrap them 400 times to, you know what I mean? Like it has to be right. big. It might be streamlined, but it's got to be big still, you know? Yeah. I'm going to play with it this winter for sure. Um, I know I've been talking about that for a while, but I've just kind of had like, I just got to find something different, man, you know? Yeah. Well, and it makes sense, but I mean, you know, at the end of the day, um, I, I don't know, man. That's tricky. <laughs> there's, there's not. I mean, yeah, I would say I mean, you, it's, it's it's fishing. You know, it's trial and error, yo. That's that's the thing. That's trial it. And error. Lucky for me, like I get several opportunities to trial, try this stuff out, and, and see what works. And, you know. Yeah. Um, well, and that's why we all like it. If you could figure it out, we probably a lot of us wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? Okay. We, we we like the idea of having to figure this stuff out over yeah. and over. So, um, for sure. Well, man, tell everybody how to get a hold of you. Um to book a trip, find you online, watch your YouTube videos, all the stuff you got going, man. Bring us up to speed. Well, man, yo, check me out on YouTube, man. I'm putting out some really good stuff um, at Lion Cell Adventures on YouTube. Uh, to book a trip, check me out at And then on Instagram, you'll see this very, very handsome fellow in a bright pink shirt. Um, that's yours truly. Yo, holla at me. 
Why uh, so eventually? There you, know? you go. Hey, I got to ask you this, man. You ever you ever hook up these tarpon on a fly rod? You ever have anybody want to do that? I have not. So I'm going to treat myself to that this winter. You yeah. know? Yeah. That, so, yeah, I have not. Um, I've been talking a lot to Captain Gabrielle, uh, and we want to try it out here, you know? Yeah. Um, the fish move a little bit faster in this area versus in Panama City, I believe. Yeah. But it's worth a shot before they get out here. Well, and the thing is, man, you know, it's such a hot spot over by that pier in the yeah. vicinity. You know, it's, it's man, you could get the right, uh, you know, bait fish fly that, that really looks like some of the stuff they're going over there to feed on and just catch them early, you know, before they get there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, <clears throat> but it's a different ball game. It's a lot harder. It's a, but... different, it's a different risk, though. I would be on, if you're going to do that on the pier side, be on the west side of the pier versus the east side. Because if you catch them on the east side and they run west, they're going to take you right into that pier. Oh, and good call. Guys will, those guys will start bombing you regardless if you got a fish on or not. So <laughs> yeah. be on the west side of the pier, not the east side. That's smart, man. Look at that. I didn't even think about that. You're right. You yeah. would make a lot of enemies getting pulled yes. a tarpon through there with those guys on the pier. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. You don't want to be that guy. Nah. nah. <laughs> Look, above all. Just try not to be that guy in every scenario. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Fish, no fish, yeah. doesn't matter. Just don't be that guy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For awesome. Sure. Lionel, man, as always, thank you for your uh, for your input. And um, I love talking tarpon, man. Uh, I'm Let's gonna, do it. I'm going to talk week. about it when it's too late. I'm going to talk about it when it's too early. But now, Yo, I'm, it's I'm all about it. I'm cool. all about it, my man. All right, buddy. Well, we'll talk next week. Yes, and uh, I, I'm ready to hear about some more uh, some more of these big uh, big silver kings you got running through there, man. I got you covered. All right. Thank you, Lionel. Later.